All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. After 5 o'clock, how are you? Welcome back to The Gregor Show. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca, where you can uh, get in the game. You want uh, single-game betting. Maybe you want to try some of their uh, boost bets. Or you're just feeling lucky. Get your tickets for Lotto Max tonight. $25 million. Stay within your limits. Use your GameSense. Go to GameSense.ab.ca. You can play at PlayAlberta.ca. Month of giving continues on. We had a great uh, start on Friday, yesterday as well. And today, hey, it's doing pretty good for the Astoria Lighting Package, which is uh, now we're on the final hour. I know guys get a little and gals are like, okay, let's get rocking here. So uh, we're up to uh, $4,600 right now with Gord. The package is the Astoria Lighting Package for your home, where you get on the front face of your home 250 feet of a storyline, like it's massive. If you got a two-story, don't worry. You have more than enough in the front. You have a bungalow, unless you got a mansion. Uh, it's much more than enough. This is year-round permanent LED lighting. They install it. It's great. You just uh, see it in your fascia. It's awesome. You never have to put up lights again. You, you want to get pot lights? Guess what? You just set it for every seventh light. Now you got pot lights all over your house. They're strong. It ricochets off the uh, anything you have there. The colors light up. You can get any team color you want, holiday patterns, even the true warm white, and everything is customizable, and you can change it all and set the timer right from your uh, smartphone, whether you have an Apple or Android device. So, And they'll come, they'll set it up. It's great. So, you want to bid? 833-401-1440. 833-401-1440 is the number in our Jiffy Lube inbox. 
Let's get now to the uh, spec report brought to you by GS Construction as uh, they are set to celebrate 50 years next June and uh, they're planning for it. And guess what? They're hiring right now. So they're looking for good people. You want to work, you're going to give the perfect time. You get in, you six months, you pass probation, boom. Now you're at the 50th uh, anniversary party. It's going to be quite the shaker. So it's an added bonus already. Go to Indeed.com if you're looking for a great job. As uh, Mark Spector from Rogers Sportsnet joins us once again. And uh, Speck, the orders are still in the NHL. Uh, they will return to the ice tomorrow. And, you know, we'll see. The orders have played quite well. I think it's sustainable. Obviously, not going to win every game. But Carolina has been a really bad matchup for the orders. This will be a really good test to kind of see where they're at because they got spanked not long ago in Carolina. Yeah, so what is it that makes them a bad match? Like if I'm, you know, Jeff Jackson and I have an analytics team out there waiting for an assignment, I want to know why teams, a good team like Carolina beats us all the time, man. What is it that they have that we don't have that we should have? You know, they 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 seem to be, I mean, they're really good transitionally, right? Carolina, you turn the puck over and they're they're great at it. Uh, remember, they haven't won. Like, they're a more defensively sound team. But it's not like they're cleaning up out east. They haven't won either. No. But they do do some things that that uh, get the orders going every time, don't they? Well, you know, I, I still think Carolina lacks that that game breaker, and I think that's hurt them in the postseason. Right now, they just lack a goaltender. they got the worst team save percentage in the NHL. Now it's twofold. Number one, spec, they don't give up a lot of shots. So you give up three goals in a game where you've only faced 20 shots, you're going to have a bad save percentage, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a bad goalie. We had Rod Brindamore on, and he talked about how, hey, obviously you need a few more saves for sure, but his team was kind of guilty of the order syndrome. He said that uh, when they gave up a chance, it was a grade A, top quality chance. And so it's funny in Carolina they don't give up a lot of shots and they take a lot like they shoot from everywhere they're a big volume shooting team they always have been but they don't give up a lot uh, they give up the fewest shots per game in the NHL so the orders you know what they got to be patient I thought Leon Dreisaitl will describe the best when you play Carolina a lot of times you got to make three really good hockey plays before you get a scoring chance basically meaning they rarely beat themselves yeah, that's it. They don't give you the first two of those hockey plays for free. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just got to make one play and you get a goal, right? You got to make them all uh, for sure. And you know what? Carolina's a funny team. Like I watched a bunch of that Winnipeg game actually this morning. And uh, you're right. They don't have they, – they seem like they have some guys that can score. But uh, you know, I had an, actually an interesting chat in the dressing room with um, – um, what do they call them? Net, not used to be Netscash, yeah, 88. Ne- yeah, Neckish. Yeah, Netish. Neckish, Neckash, Netscash, however you want to pronounce it anyway. Uh, interesting guy. We were chatting in the dressing room in Raleigh the other day, and he said, you know what? He said, Edmonton's got these offensive guys, and they need to furnish them with an offensive game. You can't have Dreisaitl and McDavid and try to just play straight defense. He says, mm-hmm. you got those guys, you're going to be an offensive team. But he says, they're trying to figure out how to win with it. He says, we're really good defensively. But he pointed out to me, he says, hey, we haven't won here either. You know, so uh, and both teams are looking for the goalie. Right. And neither of them have been fortunate enough to play the kind of like you'd think, Jay, you'd think Carolina would be that team where they had some goalie you barely ever heard of. But he was good enough behind such a strong defensive group. Yeah. But they haven't had that guy either, have they? No, you you still need the goalie that can, you know, make a key save at the right time. And I know that Aiden Hill kind of came out of nowhere. He was insulated, but when called upon, 
he still made the key stop when needed, right? So, um, you know, the orders, uh, they need more of that for, from their own goalie and Stuart Skinner. I think his game has, uh, has definitely improved here recently for him and he'll obviously be looking to, uh, to continue that, uh, coming out of this break. And I guess, Beck, uh, the other news around the orders is the Philip Broberg, uh, him and his agent, uh, have been granted permission to talk to see if they can facilitate a trade. And, and that's great, but let's, like, I'd be surprised, Spec, if we see any sort of quick action on a Broberg trade. Yeah, here's what it means when a team lets out that they've told an agent he can go facilitate a trade. Here's what it means. It means the orders have been trying to trade him for a while and they can't find a deal. Right. When I hear, oh, there's lots of interest around Philip Broberg. If there was lots of interest around Philip Broberg, there'd have been a deal already. They wouldn't have been going to the agent and saying, see if you can find one, because the rest of that sentence is we sure as heck can't. Uh, And the other thing is the team wants people to know out there in case there's someone in the hockey world that isn't sure if there are guys out there for, you know, to be had. I mean, the other option is to just put a text out, which some teams do. Right. They'll send a text out to 31 other teams, say, hey. This guy's on the block. Anybody, any deals you got for him, let's do it. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is, I think we got to say, Jay, it's, you know, nobody knows what kind of player Broberg can be. And the sad thing is the Oilers don't either, right? The Oilers don't know what they have in Broberg. They, yeah. they don't know. They haven't played him enough. They haven't used him enough. They haven't given enough opportunity. If they'd played him 20 games and he wasn't any good, you'd say, okay, well, you know what? He wasn't very good. Well, they haven't given him that. So, the Oilers have wasted this guy a bit. I don't like how they've handled him. What do you think? Oh, without question, right? Like, there was – they needed to make a decision, honestly, in the summertime and said, okay, because you can't run seven defensemen forever. It doesn't work. Uh, number two, they were either like, we either trade Brett, Brett Kulak to open up a spot for Broberg or we trade Broberg and keep Brett Kulak. You couldn't have done – because now they're stuck in the position and now Philip Broberg's trade value is even less than what it might have been in the summertime when teams would have been looking potential. Now, I don't discount that it's a risky move. Let me make that abundantly clear. Philip Broberg could be the long list of D-men that get traded at a young age and go on to be successful. Now, not every D-man gets traded young and it is highly touted that goes on anywhere. Hello, Griffin Reinhardt. I think Order fans know a few of those. So, you know, it's not always – everybody only thinks about the guys <laughs> who got traded that go on to be good. There's lots of guys who get traded that go sure. on to do nothing, right, in, uh, in, in where they're at, oh. right? And so, like, I, the, the, I, I would look at a guy like, um, and like, I know other fans like, well, what about, you know, look at Kesselring. He's already playing, right? And it's like, you know, you see, you know, Valimaki had a really good year last year, right? So people will say, hey, maybe Valimaki can be to Arizona. Well, like a team looks and says, hey, we want that. And trust me, there'll be teams that want Broberg. Because why wouldn't you? He's six foot three, skates really well. He's young. And as you spent, none of us know how good he can be. So you're willing to take the risk, but most teams right now aren't willing to give you anything in return that makes it sense for Edmonton is better off spec to say, Hey, Philip, sorry, you're going to go to the minors. You're going to play 20 minutes a night and he should be down there tomorrow. If I'm being honest, because he's doing nothing sitting up here, get him down there, play 20 minutes a night and you can sit. I don't care. Gleason, Denise, you're not going to make any changes in your top six until there's an injury. And then when there's an injury, you call up Broberg because he's been playing 20 minutes a night. Like this is a very simple thing here for the order. Stop both thinking themselves and just do the damn right thing, which is put Broberg in the minors. Well, here's what went wrong, and they had the best plans. The plan this summer was to play Broberg with Ekholm this season. They were going to start him out with Ekholm, and he was going to get the same bump that that Evan Bouchard got last year. That was a plan. 
And then Ekholm gets hurt in training camp. So right away at training camp, they can't pair them together. They don't play. Ekholm doesn't play. Then they come out of the gates. Meanwhile, Dayarnay has a, you know, he plays well. And this guy's is the master of showing up in some town as the eighth defenseman and making the team. He's been doing it his whole life. So give Dayarnay a little credit here, too. There oh, was yes. a job yeah. there, and he pretty much stole it, right? So then they get in the season. They go 2-9-1. and one. Well, now there's no time to start break worrying about getting this rookie, this young guy, some ice time because the coach is fighting for his life, a fight that he lost, I might add. And the collateral damage of that awful start of the echo injury is, you know, the, the consummation of Philip Broberg and let's play this guy and let's bite the bullet and give him his 25 games or whatever it is. Uh, that fell by the wayside through all really through things. I'm not going to blame Ken Holland for it's not Ken Holland's fault that Ekholm got hurt. It's not Ken Holland's fault that the team came out of the game and played awful, but it is Ken Holland's problem now that he's trading a guy that other teams are saying, Oh, well, we'll take this guy and give him a try, but they're not saying we'll give you a good player back for him. Yeah. Yeah. So right. stop delaying the inevitable. Just send him down and recall someone else. Like, Ekholm is healthy now. There's no excuse anymore. Like, that, fine, if you want to say he was hurt at the start of the year, no problem. But, you know, last week, Spec, he was healthy. Everybody was healthy. You could have sent Broberg down. He could have played. And I, I know they had a conversation, and Broberg's like, I want to be here. I want to show the coaches what I can do in practice. Well, great. Now you got your chance to show the coaches what you can yeah, do in practice. Yeah, I don't and, do, uh, do, and then where'd that come from that we had this conversation? What, what do we, who said that? Where'd that come from? I was told by a source, a pretty good source that there okay. is a conversation in, inside the organization. And that's something that Broberg had asked for. And they're like, all right. So to me, guess what? Now the practice time's over. Okay. You showed what you do. Now show us what you can do in a game. It's very simple. I would send Philip yeah. Broberg down oh. on Thursday. I would, and he can play on Friday and Saturday, get playing right away. And if the owners play every second day spec, there's no risk of, uh, of an injury all of a sudden putting them in a tough spot. If one of their D men gets injured, guess what? You put Broberg back on a plane and he plays the next day. It's very simple. Like this is not a hard decision. Well, that's what he's sure. I mean, it's easy for the team to say that. And you are right. That's the other thing that hasn't happened is they haven't had the injury. You know, and, and I mean, that's good. I'm not, I don't want to jinx anybody here, but the kid's been sitting there waiting for an injury and to get in some playing time. And that injury really hasn't happened, right? You know, Ekholm came back at the start of the year uh, and played. He, he played his way through and he wasn't very good for a while, but he needed those games and he got them. So, A, there's been no injury. And I'm going to tell you, Jay, that there, that I'm not doubting your source. If, if that's what you heard, I believe you. Um, but I would suggest to you that this kid is probably checked out on the Edmonton orders at this point. I would say to you that if I am him or if he is my son and the organization has treated him the way they've treated him and, and basically jacked him around and not given him a chance, he's gone to the minors many times. He's been a loyal soldier. He comes up and he gets the same treatment from every new coach they hire. If it's, if I'm Philip Broberg, I've already told Ken Hall and Ken, I'm sick of this place. I'll go play somewhere else if you don't mind. Yeah, and that's fair. But it doesn't mean you have to trade him out. Ken Holland has said through Ryan Rashog that he did not grant permission to Darren Ferris to shop Philip Broberg. So 
Um, okay, there you go. And then Ferris said this you matter. Go to the source on this yeah, and then problem. Ferris said uh, this matter reflects both my and my client's frustration with the Oilers. I'm actively collaborating with Ken to address and resolve the issue privately. So uh, you know they can resolve. So but, there you go. Yeah, but e- yeah, it doesn't make yeah. either way. They're frustrated. Yeah, they're frustrated, and that's fine. But um, the best solution is to send him down to the minors sooner than later and get him playing games. Yeah. And even if I'm Darren Ferris, I know that it sucks to his wallet. But think big picture. Your client needs to play games. Let him play games. Yeah. He needs to play. And and listen, I'm here to tell you, the, this thing about we've let the agent go find a deal, that's one of the three sort of great lies in hockey that, you know, the other one is, <laughs> the other one is we're only sending you down for a week. And the third one is my roommate's a heavy sleeper. Don't worry. <laughs> so uh, that's can I say BS on the show? The, yes. the agent never finds a deal. The agent never finds a deal. The agent goes to places where his kid wants to play. He doesn't, that's, that's, it doesn't mean anything. So it's up to Ken Holland to find a deal. And if Ken Holland's not trying to trade him, no deal is going to happen. Yeah. Spec, uh, it'll be interesting. But uh, to me, I would, uh, I would solve a lot of issues and I would just send Philip down, let him play. Now, if he doesn't want to report, then that's, that's his own. I think that would be the wrong decision, but uh, that's what I would do. And uh, you have guys playing because here's the thing. Broberg needs to play. I don't care where it is. He needs to play, whether it's 25 minutes there because uh, playing four minutes a night and dressing seven defensemen doesn't help him. So send him down, let him play. It doesn't look like the new coach is a big proponent of dressing and playing seven defensemen. No, no, which I'm happy to see. I can't say. Told you many times I can't stand that system. Uh, and there's got to be someone that you can bring up. Like, all you need is to bring up a defenseman that you don't mind languishing in yes. the press box, right? Cam Deneen you know, would gladly. Somebody down there. That, yeah, 100%. Right. Bring up Deneen. Sure. Bring up the kid that had the really good training camp. Uh, who was he? Gleason. Jay? Yeah, Gleason. Bring yeah. up Gleason for a couple weeks. Let him sit around and make some NHL money, right? Why not? Yeah, well, you could. Denise, I, the reason I say Denise is because I talk to people in Bakersfield and they say he's been the most consistent D-man. So if you're warding guys on who's played okay. the best, it's him. Gleason had a slow start. He's, his game has picked up lately, but uh, they say overall it'd probably be Denise. But either one of them, it's fine. I don't really care who it is because they're not playing unless there's yeah. an injury. So, uh, And even then, you're probably going to play Broberg anyway. No. So. Yeah. If there's an injury, you're bringing up Broberg to play him. Ninety percent again. This organization hasn't done a very good job with this guy. I don't. You know what? It's it is like big picture. You know, you got to hold the Oilers' feet to the fire here. They drafted a guy in the first round, and they've poorly developed him. You know, and I'm not blaming the player. Maybe this guy can't play, Jay. Maybe Broberg. Like I know that he's he's not a very physical player. Okay, lots of guys aren't that physical, right? But he's big and he can really skate. And the rest of the stuff, I don't even know how good he is. So the owners have—they've dropped the ball. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And, and I—it's I, not—it doesn't speak well for their organization. If they thought he was good enough to draft in the first round, they should have thought he was good enough to give a chance to play, and they haven't done that. Spec, we'll see you at the ring tomorrow. Have a good one. All right, Jake. That is uh, Mark Specter in the Spec Report, brought to you by GS Construction. So, um. I don't know if how many of us had a, a Philip Broberg drama on a Tuesday, December 5th on our card. I can understand if he's frustrated. That's totally fair. I have, I have nothing wrong with him being frustrated. And he's allowed to be frustrated. It's totally valid. His agent's doing his job, trying to drum up interest for his client. It's great. In the meantime, 
Get him down playing the American League, because guess what? If he goes down and plays the American League and is lighting up, guess what? Now his trade value and his trade interest increases. Him not playing doesn't help him because the orders aren't just going to give him away because the player's unhappy. There's been multiple players on multiple teams for many years who have asked for trades and never got traded. At least not right away. And I don't expect them to. They're not, the orders aren't in a position to just give up on Broberg and give him away for nothing. Makes no sense. Quick break. We'll come back. DVD will join us. And we got an update on the month of giving. Holy cow. What has happened? We'll find out next on The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 5.30 on Sports 14.40. Con was man in the uh, text line. Con, you can give us a quick update on the uh, the month of giving. Uh, we had lots of bids coming in here. Yeah, we had uh, Graham and Amanda jumping in. We had Rick over the phone and Schaefer jumping it up. But right now, Gord atop the leaderboard at 6,100. 6,100 for the... Uh, Astoria Lighting Package, and uh, all the uh, funds raised today will be going towards uh, Santa's Anonymous, which is uh, fantastic. So, uh, Gord, at uh, 6100 this is a great package. And I can see why there's so much interest. This is an awesome thing to have. You have it in your house. It's a long time. So I always try to come up with some packages, like, you know, unique opportunities maybe you can't buy, and then stuff like this that you know you're going to buy anyway at some point in your life. So now you get to buy it knowing that you're helping out a lot of people, which is a, a win-win. So that is uh, that is great. So... Hey, guys, if every player gets traded right away, Connor would be traded the least by Eastern Median fans by 2017 from Gordon. <laughs> no, no, he would have been traded right away, remember, because at the uh, at the draft lottery. He, and the funny thing is, anybody that knows Connor McDavid now, when you watch that back, you're like, that's Connor's personality. He doesn't, he is pretty calm, doesn't show much emotion on anything. Now, obviously, we see him get emotional when he scores a big goal, no question. But uh, he is pretty pretty poised. I will say one thing about uh, Connor McDavid. The one thing that McDavid is very good at that he probably doesn't get a lot of credit about, and I think you saw it with with the late Ben Stelter, is um, you know, it, he understands what he means to kids. And today was uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, and uh, they had some kids on the ice whose wish was to get to skate uh, with the orders practice. So uh, orders uh, were, would, they did probably the majority of their practice. And then at the end, uh, the kids came on the ice and, uh, and they're skating around and there was one girl in a wheelchair and, and Connor right away grabbed her in a wheelchair and was pushing her around and talking to her. And he was the last guy on the ice with all the kids made sure that every kid got to have a little bit of time with Connor McDavid. And you know what? Not And they loved their time. Vinny DeHarnay was joking around them. Zach Hyman, lots of players. They were shooting on Stuart Skinner and scoring. And the players were cheering him. Everything's great. But, you know, it's Connor McDavid. And so for lots of kids, it's like, oh, my goodness, Connor McDavid. And he went out of his way to spend time with them, as lots of the players did. And uh, and those little those little moments for kids who have been dealt a pretty crappy hand in their families. I can only imagine just, you know, just to get to see your son or daughter. I, I watched one of the dads who was sitting in the crowd and it was pretty emotional for him watching it. I didn't ask him because it was too personal. I didn't want to ask. I just watched him and he was watching his, uh, his son or daughter on the ice. And uh, you know what? You can imagine what a lot of these kids, when you're at the make wish foundation, you know what? That's, you've had a tough go. And for those kids to get on the ice today was was pretty cool. And so for McDavid, you know what, uh, the one thing he really gets, I think, is he understands kind of what, you know, what his notoriety and what it means uh, for kids, right? And it's important. And for a lot of people, just, you know, give them their time. Now, they're, they're, now I don't instant maybe there was, I'm sure there were some few pictures, which is great. But, you know, there wasn't a lot of autographs because autograph on a piece of paper, yeah. But, you know, a picture now or even just a conversation. Hey, how you doing? 
how are things talking with some of those kids? They got to say that they, um, they met, uh, Connor McDavid and got to interact with him for a bit. And, you know, obviously a case like Ben was pretty special. They became close friends and everything like that. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's always good for everybody involved. Good for everybody involved. Uh, let's get, uh, in the room now, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% locally owned and operated. Uh, Derek Van Dees from NHL.com covers the orders, Flames, Canucks, and the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, lots of storylines. You had Nita Ryder signing the uh, three-year deal yesterday with the Jets. The uh, Canucks, uh, the first time ever, all three Hughes brothers are going at it head-to-head. Uh, the Flames, uh, they got Markstrom out with a broken finger. You got Broberg trade, uh, drama, DVD, uh, no shortage of articles for you. You right now yeah thoughts going on in uh yeah well we'll try to fix that i don't know it's uh it's not working cons we'll get him on the phone so uh everything is uh there's a delay there or something i'm not sure what was up but uh, it was very robotic um to uh say the least so uh we'll uh, we'll try that one again <laughs> as uh speaking uh super slow Small details are big surfaces, tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10 percent on your first month that's better help H E L P. Hey, great. The media tough talk on how bad the orders are treated Broberg, yet when they face the orders management, they don't put on their big boy pants and ask the tough questions. They're passes it can be from Gord. Well, Gord, we've asked him about Philip Broberg. Numerous what do you want me to do? Yell at him? We've asked him about Philip Broberg. I don't ask the question every day in a press. First of all, Ken Holland doesn't speak every day. Right? The coach doesn't make the decision to send him down. And and Philip Broberg is a seventh defenseman. It's a topic worth one or two questions. I don't spend a whole press conference on it, right? So you could have sent him down last week, and I asked the question, and that was the answer I was given. So what am I supposed to do? Scream at him? Like I I, I think some people feel that if you don't get the person yelling and upset, then you haven't asked the question hard enough. Like what are they going to say? Hey. We uh we want Broberg here because the truth is Broberg is the seventh best defenseman in the organization. Now he happens to be younger 
than Deneen and Gleason, but he's seven best defenseman. So when they had some injury troubles early, right? Remember, Broberg, they played six defensemen the first three games of the year, and Broberg played all three games. Then Ekholm was back. Then DeHarnay was back. Then they played seven a few times. Now he didn't play a lot. They were losing. You know, there was much bigger fish to fry than Philip Broberg at that point, right? There was much more important questions. I wasn't going to ask the GM about uh, their seventh defenseman's playing time when the team was whatever they were, three and nine. I can't even remember what their start was. It was bad enough. So um, I don't think it's a, a very hard stance for me to say, hey, I would send Philip Broberg down right now. I don't think they've grossly mishandled him, but this season, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I would send him down. Once you got your defense pairs normalized, which has only really happened, I should only say it's two weeks, right? Then I would do it now. Because the great part is Philip Broberg's career isn't over. They haven't ruined the player. We don't need hyperbole. Hyperbole helps no one. Philip Broberg's career is not ruined. Not far from it. And the Edmonton orders. Whether Broberg likes it or not, their job is to have good organizational depth. So Broberg might not like it, but you're going to, uh, you know, you send him down to the minors because you need him playing now. You call up someone else, and then if there's an injury, you call up Philip Broberg. Now, if he doesn't like it and wants to report to, you know, doesn't report, well, then that's his decision. It's a wrong decision, in my opinion. Right? He's not the first young player who wants more of an opportunity in a certain organization. And it doesn't mean his career is over by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think the orders have grossly mishandled Brober. I also want to be on record as saying, at the draft, I felt they should have drafted Matt Boldy. A lot of people said Zegris. I said Boldy. Because I'm like, they need a big scoring winger. That's what I would have done. Because defensemen take longer to develop when you're a good team. Because they don't get the opportunities that defensemen do on bad teams. Right? Clefbaum and Nurse... If if this was if Broberg was drafted in 2013 or 14, he'd have played right away because the team was terrible. It's just different now. DVD joins us and uh, DVD no shortage of storylines, my man. Um, uh, what do you make, I guess, of the uh, Broberg situation? Ken Holland coming out via Ryan Rashog uh, tweet saying, "Hey, I never granted uh, Darren Ferris uh, and permission to shop him around. They're, they're going to try to facilitate something." Like the easy decision here is to just put Broberg in the minors so he can play minutes. Yeah, that does seem like the simple, simple solution. And I, you're, I agree with you, Jason. Why, why haven't they done that? Why was Broberg here for the last five days? Why was he down in the minors and playing some hockey? You're not going to develop a guy sitting in the press box. It, it just doesn't work that way. And I know that everyone would rather be here. Uh, you know, and I kind of hearken that back to, you know, the days where, you know, in, in high school basketball days when you got a player that's good enough to be on the senior team but he's not going to play a lot or do you play him on the junior team where he's going to play a lot? Like that's, you know, get him, get him somewhere where he can play, he can build his confidence. Uh, and I'm really surprised how he developed it. I remember him coming in here. Uh, I think the first time I really got a good look at him was with, where they're going to re reset the season. And they had that little mini training camp before the COVID season. And he looked really good. He looked like a guy get up and down the ice. He looked really good. And he really hasn't, developed he hasn't come along since then and and i'm with uh you know i'm with you and, and i think mark Spector said this hey like the agents are now brokering deals like we have agents going out there and you know if i was a gm I was like, yeah whatever i see what you can find uh but you know in the end he's gonna have to make the deal but i, I agree that this is an asset the owners aren't ready to give up on um and but they just haven't handled them well right now and they have to just do a better job of 
of developing this player and then really giving him an opportunity to play. And if he, if he can't play, if you don't think he can be a guy that can play on your bottom six or you can be a guy that can be an everyday guy, then maybe you look at other options. Maybe he does want to go somewhere else. But, yeah, this is, this is a whole thing of, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Pooley Arby Hall, he didn't want to play here. He's not getting the opportunity. He wants to be traded. This has the same kind of feel to it that, oh, you're not playing my guy, so uh, maybe you should, uh, you should trade him to somewhere else. And, and, you know, the Oilers right now, they have, uh, to be honest, they have bigger issues right now. They have to get back in the playoff race. But this is a player that I agree with you. If he's not going to play here, then, you know, if he's your seventh guy, then play him in the minors. Yeah, and you know what? He's still very young, and I get that, you know, everybody's impatient in life. I'm impatient lots. Everybody's impatient that, you know, he wants to play, probably feels he can play it. And, and good for him. He should believe he's an NHL player. You're not going to be an NHL player if you don't believe you're an NHL player. Um, and, you know, for the time being, though, but Broberg is still now his not for his paycheck, but actually I would argue his long term future is better off and he'll make all the money back that he loses by playing in the minors for a month or whatever it is if he goes there and plays well, because the trade value and the trade interest will only increase, right? Like no one, I think people have a scouting report on Broberg, but even then I think it's incomplete because no one can truly say with confidence, just because he had like an eight or whatever game stretch it was playing well with Bouchard, that that automatically means that who he is. <laughs> that's not how it is. If every player who played great for eight games and you said that's going to be the norm, well, there'd be a lot of great players. Well, for sure. And, and, and you're right. It takes a long time for the, Defensive to develop in this league, and and listen, this is the thing: like no team is trying to screw a player over. If they think that you're going to help them win games, they're going to you're going to be in the lineup. And the reason you're not in the lineup is because they think you're at the stage right now where you're not going to help them win games. It's it's a it's just it's it's an interesting situation, an interesting di- dynamic. But if you if if the team thinks you're going to help them win, you'll be playing. And like they're not, he's not going to be hard done by. And I know that the, the, the agent is kind of looking out for his client, looking out for himself. But, hey, if you really care about your client, say, go back to the minors, get them a lot of ice time, play in a lot of situations, and build up your confidence. And so you're right. When, when there is that injury or when something happens that they need you, then they can just bring you right back up. And I think that's the situation. And you're right. The orders are home for the next two weeks. They're not going anywhere. So it's not if, – if you need a guy, somebody gets hurt, you need a guy, it's not hard to bring him back if you, if you send him away. Um, so yeah, I think in these next two weeks, it's going to be obviously a big two weeks for the Edmonton Oilers. They're going to try and get themselves back in the playoff race. But but right now, yeah, they don't need this distraction with Philip Broberg. They don't need this. Uh, I said you could trade him, or I said you couldn't trade him, or we're trying to trade him. They just don't need this right now at this point in the season. What's your expectations? Um, are the orders back to kind of the team people expected them to be? Well, I think it, it, it starts with Connor McDavid being back to the player everyone expected him to be. And I think he was kind of harboring uh, that injury a little bit. I think it was bothering him. He didn't seem to have the same explosiveness. He just didn't seem the same player. And, and kind of it kind of started from there, and it appeared like everyone was kind of suffering. And then once he got back to 100%, once he got back to being that guy with the breakaway speed that could pull away from people, I think it kind of just went down through the lineup. And I think right now we're seeing the team – that a lot of people expected to see. Are there still warts in this team? Yes, there's still issues defensively. There's still some issues in goal. But I think if you look at their top two lines, uh, I would match those top two lines with pretty much any top two lines in the NHL. Now it's a matter of whether or not the third and fourth line can kind of find their game, can kind of pick things up a little bit. Because last year they were pretty strong up and down the lineup with all those guys contributing in their own way. And I think that's what 
the Oilers need right now. And it looks like Chris Knobloch is a coach that will give those guys opportunities uh, and will give those guys chances to kind of play through slumps and play out of, uh, of bad periods or bad shifts, play through that. And because he knows that he needs those 12 guys going, you go to your top two lines for sure as much as you can, but you need those 12 guys going. And I think right now those bottom guys, those bottom six guys, are starting to feel like they have a bit of a role on the team, a bit of an identity, and they're getting opportunity. And not saying that Jay Woodcroft didn't give him opportunity, but Jay Woodcroft was really quick to shorten his bench in the past, especially if he was going 11-7. and Suddenly you're only getting nine guys playing on a regular basis. So I think – Right now, Chris Knobloch is just trying to spread the wealth a little bit. And, it, and as long as it's winning, as long as the team is winning, he's going to keep doing that. DVD, great stuff, man. We'll see you at the ring tomorrow. Have a good one. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, Derek Vandes from NHL.com. Connor Halley, can you give us an update on the month of giving? Yeah, we had a good back and forth with uh, Gord and Rick. But uh, Rick went up to six, or sorry, 7,100. Up to 7,100. That's uh, where we're now. sitting. Yeah. Yeah, story. So uh, Gord's got a few minutes left. We uh, keep the bidding open until about uh, 5.51-ish, 5.52-ish, give or take. So he's got a few minutes to think on it. Uh, this is unreal for Santa's Anonymous. Uh, we'll take a quick break, come back, wrap things up on The Gregor Show. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca, live in the EWL studio, E-W-E-L.ca. Sports fourteen forty listeners, you're killing it. We love it. Uh, the generosity in this uh, city in the greater uh, Edmonton region is amazing. Uh, we're up to uh, seventy one hundred dollars today in the Astoria home lighting package. If you go to jasongregor.com, you can see the packages for the remainder of this week, and then on Thursday, then we add the following week. So, because I, I don't like people scrolling for three weeks, it's a little bit too much. So uh, we go at uh, you know every uh, every Thursday we update it for the following week, kind of after uh, Thursday's show. So uh, it'll be there Thursday at about 6 o'clock, and then you'll see what's coming up uh, the following week. We've got lots of great stuff. Farm package for all of our farmers out there. I love it. Uh, hockey fans, we've got some great packages for you. Uh, also, uh, if you like to eat, got a good uh, dinner package for that. So uh, that's all coming up uh, next week. Tomorrow, we have, uh, if you like clothes, you like golf, we got two separate packages uh, for that. And then we have the uh, the Glendale Golf and Country Club uh uh, membership on Thursday, which will be awesome. So check it out, jasongregor.com. But uh, if you want to get into the final site, we're at $7,100 with Rick, which is fantastic. Hey, guys, uh, to me, this sounds like uh, Broberg's idea. His agent should have set the kid straight. If it was his agent's, uh, I'd tell the kid he needs a new one who doesn't think it's wrestling from Hacksaw. Well, you got to understand the agent at the end of the day works for the player. Now, the agent can give you advice, but if the player says, no, I want to trade, you can't just say no. Right? Like you still work for him, so you gotta work with your client. And I can understand Philip Broberg's frustration. I don't I don't hold anything against him. He says, Hey man, I should be playing, I never get to play. Valid. Right now he feels he's an NHL player, doesn't want to go to the minors. Right? Obviously the paycheck's ten times better. I actually more in his case. So I totally get that too. Right now, though, the orders organization, you can say, Hey Philip, we'll we'll try to appease you. We'll look for a trade. In the meantime, you're gonna go to the minors and play. Because even if you get traded, you got a better chance of success if you're playing. And guess what? If we get an injury tomorrow, then we need you to play for us. It's that simple. So, Rick, congratulations. Thanks for everybody who helped bid it up today. Uh, it takes a lot of people to get up to $7,100. So thank you all for your generosity in the bids for the Astoria Home Package. And big thanks to uh, Nick and everyone at Astoria for donating it. I always remind everyone, all these packages are 100% donated by the companies, which is awesome. So it's a big uh, Christmas donation by them. Have yourselves a lovely Tuesday evening. The orders are back at it tomorrow. We'll set up the Canes. 
We'll hear from Vincent DeHarnay tomorrow on the show. You're going to really want to listen to what the big man had to say about uh, what he's working on and just kind of give you a real inner look at what Paul Coffey does uh, with his each individual defenseman. So on behalf of uh, Connor Halley, I'm Jason Greger. Here's a Sports 1440 update brought to you by Ewell, your local electrical distributor. They have everything you need for all your electrical needs. Go to ewel.ca. Good night.